You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. Got a question about healthcare, dieting, exercising? Give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Ron Young. I want to welcome everybody to the program. Thanks for joining us here. Of course, every Saturday at the 9.30 half hour, myself and the MedPoint team will be joining you, talking all things health and fitness related. This morning, though, the team bailed on me. I guess we don't pay them enough to come in on a Saturday or something. And I have uh, Tony Ross from Fresh Radio. Well, hello there. Yeah, they bailed on you, but I'm a much better replacement. I than think some so. Of them. Very well versed, and uh, yeah, I know yeah. what we're doing here. Exactly. So, so just uh, just just so that you're clear, though, we don't play any music during this. I mean, the, the oh. most music you'll get is the Nickelback intro, which uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's. I, I chose it because it's polarizing. I mean, people either love it or they hate it. So. I like Nickelback. Kind of gets people fired up to talk about stuff. So, yeah, which is, <laughs> ready to converse yeah. with you. So we got a lot going on at MedPoint. Of course, uh, Tony, you've been working out in, Bi- in Byron at our Byron gym with Pete. How do you like the Byron facility? I love it. It's actually a lot closer to That's my nice house. Thing. And you guys keep getting new equipment there. Every yeah. time I go there, there's something new that Pete shows me. So, uh, yeah, no, I love working out. Seven in the morning sometimes is a little early, but uh, yeah. I make it work and I'm... I, I'm very happy with what's going on. It kind of sets you up well for the rest of your day, right? Exactly. I mean, some people, they they think, oh, I'll get my workout in later, later, later. And then it's 8 o'clock at night and all of a sudden the couch seems really comfortable. Well, and I also find that I feel that I've accomplished something. So the rest of the hill or the rest of the day, if it's downhill, it's yeah. all right because I already worked out and I sweat a lot. So perfect. It's a good start to the day. Good. And I know Pete doesn't take it easy on you at all. No, he, uh, yeah, we won't get into it, but he's been pushing me a little harder only because I complained that I don't have my bikini body yet. So he's been pushing me a lot harder these days. So I don't need to speak to him? No, just don't bring it up because he might go even harder. All right. All right. Well, Pete's a good guy. I want to give a shout out to Pete right now because he's probably sleeping in. He's probably yeah. listening to the show once he found out that so. I was going to be sitting in. I hope in. he knows what he's missing out on right A now. A lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. He's never here when I join the show. Have I you know. noticed that? I think, I think he's I kind of... I him. Yeah, he likes to be in control. Exactly. So it's that, you know, he gets to boss you around in the gym, but when, he, when you know, we come to the radio station... He, I know I know what's going on you're here. You're the pro, so... Yeah, exactly. You know, even I'm a little intimidated right now, <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. I bet. Um, so we got a lot going on at MedPoint. Obviously, uh, we still have our programs. We're introducing a new five-week program, which is really cool because it gives people who are new to exercise uh, a good combination of both nutrition, exercise, and an education uh, proponent. So they kind of get an all-encompassing uh, approach to the world of fitness and health. And it's just good because, uh, you know, it's five weeks. You get a session of dietitian, a session of training uh, each week. And then, of course, uh, the the kinesiologist who you're paired with will be giving you information about muscles, uh, bones, you know, anatomy, stuff like that. And then different workouts because a lot of people try and understand, well, what's going on in my workout? Why did you create this this way? Why am I doing this movement? What's it benefiting me? Um, we've, we've tried to just kind of bring it all into one program to say, look, we're going to teach you. Uh, you're going to have fun exercising and uh, get the nutritional components as well. So it's really nice. That's such a good idea because yeah. I think it's really intimidating when you try and start working out for the first time. You'll go online and you'll pick out a few workouts and you kind of just do them and you're not exactly sure what it's not, doing. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I think it's good, a good educational base for yeah. everyone. 
So it, we got that. Um, we're we're getting that ready to. Well, it's it's been launched technically. So I mean, if if you want it, uh, check it out. It's on the website. That's medpoint.ca, and you can always uh, just go through the fitness links, and you'll find it that way. Uh, of course, we have the 13 week program, which you did, Tony. And, it. and it's a good uh, fast track to get you kind of. I, I know a lot of clients have been kind of wanting to do a lot more because of the summer cruises and and getaways and stuff like that, and they want they want the beach body, right? Exactly. That's. I mean, ultimately the goal and to be healthy. Isn't of course. that what we all want? Just a beach body. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have the beach body, so we're working on it over yeah, here. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, we got that going on, and then of course the dietitian services. So if you feel a lot of companies have benefits for it. So, I mean, no money out of pocket kind of thing. You know, come in, see. They take a good approach to it. It's not what you can't have this, you can't have that. It's not a real, like, negative approach to the to the matter, but it's more, let, look, let's work on this area of your eating first, and then we'll move to this area because you're not going to get it all in one session, right? No, and you kind of learn, like, what you usually eat, what is working for you, and maybe something that you could introduce to enhance those meals already, which I really benefit from because I was one of those people that wouldn't eat all day and then I would just mow down everything. But (laughs) it's all about, you know, those little bit of snacks in there and healthy snacks, too, Mm -hmm. so you're not running down and getting a chocolate bar, which is okay to treat yourself every once in a while. every once in a while, absolutely. But working in the right snacks and eating at the right time, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so earlier this week on the Craig Needle Show, uh, I always like to give a little bit of a kind of, you know, look at what I'm going to be doing on the show. A preview. A preview. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. (laughs) And what we were talking about was the four risks that kind of come with yoga. Now, Tony, when I was talking to you earlier... Uh, you said that you're kind of you're going to get into yoga. I really want to. I've like read that there's a lot of benefits to yoga. The fact that I want to be a little more flexible would be nice, but yeah. now I'm a little worried. What, what are we talking about here? Well, there's a couple things that you have to be mindful of when you're signing up for a new program, and you have to appreciate that we all come from different backgrounds of, of physical exercise. Uh, you also have to kind of factor in uh, what our lifestyle is. Um, and and certainly these four areas are common risk factors uh, and and kind of the things that you can best prepare for uh, when entering a yoga class. So obviously the goal of yoga is flexibility. When we have flexibility, we we reduce our our chance of injury because our body's more adaptable, uh, and the muscles work better for us. Right. The first thing is no assessment. So if you're going to drop a new yoga class, chances are somebody hasn't properly assessed your body to kind of see where the deficiencies are and kind of what's going on, right? Right. Uh, when you do a hot yoga or something, um, chances are you just go to the class, you're going to try it out, you're trying to kind of follow what the instructor's doing, but you're not quite sure how to get your <laughs> heel above your head kind of thing. You were at that hot yoga class that I tried out, weren't hey, sh- you? <laughs> let's see, come on, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is It is proper to have a good assessment. So if if... If you're concerned about it, and, and I, I caution everybody to do this, you know, go up to the instructor, uh, b- preferably before the class starts, and just say, look, I, I, I'm new to this. I want to make sure I'm doing it right. Can you, can you kind of see where I'm, I'm excelling and where I maybe need improvement? You know, and, and doing a 30-minute assessment or something like that is going to really be beneficial. The second thing, forcing the stretch and not preparing the fascia. So, Tony, the fascia is kind of the outer coating of the muscle, right? So 
you when you force the stretch and you don't allow that fascia to kind of lengthen and, and you know you're not mending the tissues like you should be then the muscle spindles don't activate and kind of sense the stretch and the lengthening so you forcing a stretch you can actually tear your muscle in those oh, regards no. yeah well, it's good to know. I'm scaring you, aren't I? I don't know. No, I just need to be assessed properly before yeah, this yoga class. Exactly. So one of the things that you can do is obviously get to the gym ahead of time again and just kind of roll out on the foam roller. You've tried the foam roller. Yeah, love the foam roller. Did you try the rumble roller? The like... The one, it's like the, the pointier. One with the gouges, yeah. Yeah, I have one of those at home. Cool. Yeah, yeah it's a little tougher. It is a little tougher. <laughs> Um, another problem people often encounter are weak stabilizers. So obviously we need a lot of balance in yoga. When you have weak stabilizers, often the major muscle groupings are taking over too quickly. And when you don't have that stability, you can fall over. Um, you know, the weaker muscles can get pulled because they're kind of in a tug of war with the larger muscle bodies. So definitely making sure that you kind of, uh, from that assessment, break down what's necessary and then work on those areas is going to increase the strength of your stabilizers. Of course, you can get Pete too as well in the gym, right? So Twice a week, try and isolate some of the deep core muscles. Try and isolate some of the rotator cuff and, and the leg muscles. So Yeah, my balance is not good. Yeah. So I got to work on that. Oh. <laughs> Little improvements. Something that often goes overlooked, right? Yeah. Because you want the muscle, you want the toning, the definition, the weight loss, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, good balance is, is very key, especially for, for older adults, right? To have good quality of life um, in their later years. And then the last one is uh, prior injury. So... If you've had an injury, if um, if something has happened along the way, maybe you're a weekend warrior, you're playing softball, and, and all of a sudden you have this nagging knee injury, always make sure that you kind of get that checked out from a professional, a physiotherapist or something, because if you're bending those joints in ways that they don't normally bend and you've already had previous injury, then uh, you're not setting yourself up for success, but perhaps taking several steps back. So a few things to think about before uh, taking on this yoga. Absolutely. And this kind of segues in and after the commercial, we're going to be talking about knee injuries, specifically knee meniscus. Is a surgery needed? We'll find out after this. You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. The most interesting health news, advice, and your calls at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Once again, here's your host, Ron Young. I want to welcome everybody back from uh, the commercial break here. Obviously, I'm with uh, Tony Ross from Fresh Radio. That's 103.1. Yes, hello again. Awesome station, Tony. Thank you for I listening. Say, I listen. I listen to your show all the time. I know. I've actually come into a MedPoint, and you guys had it on in the office area. See? So there we go. Or maybe we just knew you were coming yeah. in. So we <laughs> it was it a on. scheduled appointment. So maybe. <laughs> no, but I love uh, I love uh, your show, and uh, it's it's great music. So uh, you know what I'm really digging these days is what? Taylor Swift, and I I don't know why. Really, just, I love her. All this all the songs that she comes out with are gold. Yeah, and she's such a good person. And I don't know if you saw. Do you watch the uh, lip sync, the celebrity lip syncing kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. Every once in a while. Check it in. When The Rock did Shake It Off, that was yes. that was so fun. <laughs> Mainly because it was The Rock doing yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, he's he's one of my favorite actors, like, hands down. And, and Is it because he's so fit and in shape? Maybe, maybe it has something to maybe, do with it. Maybe. It all ties in like together. A secret, like a man crush on The Rock. That's all right to have a man crush. Yeah. So... <laughs> 
Anyways, we got distracted again. <laughs> let's get back on topic here. So, when we left for the break, I want I left kind of with this knee meniscus surgery, uh, maybe needless. No what? pun intended. Yeah, oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> so a torn meniscus. So that's the cartilage that cushions the knee joint. Obviously, there's some uh, at the bottom of the femur and some at the top of the tibia. And when your knee comes together, it's that shock absorber. Okay, knee's a very poorly designed joint. Um, you know, I say that because there's so many knee injuries, there's so many muscles going to it, crossing it, so many ligaments that get torn, uh, from soccer and other sports. But, uh, the meniscal tear is one of the most common injuries in, in Canadians age 45 to 65. So maybe we, me and you don't have to worry about this right now, unless we're Yet. highly competitive athletes, but it's good to be cautious. And of course the listeners, if you're listening right now, and and you feel kind of radiating pain in the knee, sometimes that is an indicator of a torn meniscus. And uh, you can have a healthcare professional check that out. Um, but the benefits, and this is kind of also along with the whole plantar, uh, you know, fasciitis and, and even the rupture, the Achilles rupture uh, with the surgery for that. But the, what they're finding now is people who recover uh, with with the Achilles casted, versus uh, sutured back together actually heal in the same regard as people who, who get the surgery. Really? And I think with this article that I got from the Globe and Mail, it's actually saying uh, similar stuff because you can get the surgery done, but then, you know, there's all that healing time and then there's no guarantee that it's going to happen again. And this is kind of where the benefit of exercise again shows itself in that physiotherapists are saying that it doesn't undertreat the the underlying causes of the meniscus tear, um, which may include the excess body weight, uh, weak musculature around the joint, and, and stuff like that. So if you don't have a knee, if you don't have the muscle to support the knee joint properly, and you have the excess weight and it's pounding, 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 right? Every time you walk or go for a run or at the gym, I know lunges are your favorite, Tony. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, don't bring up the lunges. <laughs> um, but that's all shock on the knee. So even if you get the surgery, it can happen again. Obviously, the best solution and and what researchers are saying now is, you know, lose the weight, strengthen the knee joint, stretch it so you have proper muscle lengthening, and it'll be much better supported. A lot of the time, the pain comes from when there's excess weight. And I think, um, you know, any time you're 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds over what you're normal weight should be, that's 10, 20, 30 pounds that's pounding against your knee every single time you take a step. Yeah, it's kind of actually scary to think about because yeah. you you don't really associate uh, weight gain into those kinds of injuries. You kind yeah. of just look at it as weight gain overall, but there's still but, such a an And I know you're benching those 30-pound dumbbells, aren't you? Oh, yeah. What, does Pete tell you everything? No, <laughs> I just kind of had a good guess, but 30 pounds is a lot of weight. It is. I, mean, I struggle with lifting 30 pounds. Yeah. So it is like when you put it into perspective and knee injuries happen when you brought up the lunges. I mean, I joke about it, but when my knees were or my legs were a lot weaker, yeah, the lunges affected me a lot more. And I did have a sore knee for a while, but that just turned out to be tendonitis. tendonitis so an overuse injury. Yeah. So I just took a break from that stuff. But yeah. I mean, it wasn't anything that would require surgery or that was even suggested to get a mm-hmm. surgery on it. Well, in, in this study, they, they followed uh, 805 participants in uh, sever- seven separate studies. 
and some received the arthroscopic surgery, uh, some received no surgery, and some had uh, what they call a sham procedure where they basically just went in, they said that they were going to do stuff to the knee, maybe froze it, and then didn't do anything. Really? Yeah. That happens? Well, it's like a placebo, right? You take medication and... And uh, sometimes you never know if it's the real stuff. And <laughs> you just how, take how your you'll chance. React, right? They made an incision, but they didn't trim any of the cartilage away or anything like that. So, um, so obviously they had the scar. They thought, oh, they must have done something. So, but, man, that's messing with you, eh? Just think about that. Someone's cutting but you open. But they agreed to it, right? Okay, they yeah, that's know. true. They were they in the study. They didn't know which one they would get. And what they found was that the six and, and six month and two year mark, the three patient groups showed no significant differences. So that's a non surgical, surgical, and then the phony surgery, <laughs> if we'll just call it <laughs> the fake one, <laughs> the phony one. Yeah. Um, so the patients in the non operative group did just as well, which is fantastic because you know it just goes to show regular exercise, uh, keeping yourself at a normal body weight is going to help your body. Uh, with lots of benefits. So so you might not even need the surgery yeah. after all. Yeah, so kind of interesting. Um, now, the last story, and Tony, I'm so glad that you joined me because <laughs> this is awesome. I mean, you're a music enthusiast through and through. Oh, like, yes, I am. The passion comes out when you're talking on your show, and I love it. This article, from the this actually came from the Globe and Mail as well, and it was a study from the University of Toronto confirmed what you might already know, but a good groove will help you move, right? So it's called music intervention. And uh, they found that it, uh, it can increase the length of your workout by up to 70%, especially when the tempo is synchronized to the pace of your stride. So this is talking about like cardio on the treadmill or the elliptical. I could see that yeah. 100%. So this is really cool. And, you know, obviously with all these articles, there's research backing it. So... It it is cool. When do you have a jam that you like to listen to? I well, it really depends on the day. I like uh, I like a lot of dance esque music when I'm running or even just at the gym. Yeah. But sometimes if I'm like going for a hard run, I'll put Eminem on for whatever reason, right. like just the beat of it. Yeah. And like I know the words and stuff, so getting yeah. all gangsta as I run down the street. There you go. But uh, no, music I think is. It helps with everything, but exercise especially, because if I forgot my iPod yeah. and I'm doing workouts, I'm just uh, not in it. And it lasts so long, doesn't it? Yeah. Music and Music just like kind of speeds things up. And you hear too, other right? people like chit-chatting in the corner or whatever. I'm like, I can't work out with this happening. Yeah. But you guys always have music at MedPoint. Yeah. Although Pete picks weird playlists sometimes. Probably Goo Goo Dolls all the time. <laughs> yeah, he loves those Goo Goo uh, Dolls. I don't know. For me, I, I like... I like Taylor Swift? Well, aside from Taylor Swift, we already know that I like Taylor Swift. I like The Rock. I mean, I like The Foo Fighters. Um, oh, I thought you meant Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, I'm like, oh yeah, let's go back to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I like uh, I like hard rock. Okay. I like uh, The Foo Fighters. Nickelback. Nickelback to some regard. I mean, I can. It depends what kind of mood I'm in, right? Yeah. But typically, when I'm lifting heavy weights, I like to listen to something that has a good, strong guitar riff because. Makes you feel stronger. Pumps me up, yeah. So it's good. Maybe like some Linkin Park or something. Yeah, I love Linkin Park. As do I. Um, Learned a lot about you on the show. See? Yeah, yeah. I should do this more often. You don't need the other guys. Absolutely. Pearl Jam is actually really good too. But it depends because, you know. Like Better Man? Eddie Vedder can be pretty mellow sometimes. Yeah. So it depends what activities I'm doing. If I'm stretching, maybe, yeah, it's... Uh, 
better man or something like that. If if I'm going for a run or something, maybe it's alive. Now, what's the best kind of cardio to do overall? Like, because I keep talking about running and stuff, yeah. but are like the stationary bikes good too? Great question. And it really depends on kind of your past history, right? Do you have previous injury? Uh, different things kind of line up because if you do, maybe the shock absorption of running and stuff like that isn't best for you where the elliptical is kind of more of a complete stride, right? right. Um, if you're an older individual, and, and obviously I see a lot of people like this, a bike is sometimes the best bet, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's no risk of fall, there's no no impact uh, with a lot of arthritis cases and stuff like that. So, I mean, for you, Tony, I can see you being an elliptical girl like and uh, maybe going for a trail run or something once a week. Yeah, it's like you know me so well. Yeah. So I'm working on the saddlebags right now. Cool. So, yeah. So running is what I've been doing a lot of. Good. So Good. you look at what MedPoint does. Yeah. I used to hate working out and now I actually enjoy it. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, aside from the Pete part. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that that about does it for today. Tony, thank you so much for joining me. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Anytime. All right. Well, next Saturday then, me, right. and, me and Tony Ross. No, right. I'm just kidding. I'll be there. Maybe. I'll have my team back, I'm sure. Maybe. All right. We'll see. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a great weekend.